We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey guys, this is Ian Happ from the Chicago Cubs. I'm excited to announce that my show, The Compound, is now part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Join me and my teammates, Dakota Meckis and Zach Short. This week, we welcome Cubs first baseman, World Series champion, Anthony Rizzo to The Compound. Check it out. Subscribe. The Compound on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. And we are back, folks. Welcome back to the Esports Rewind Podcast. Hello, Zane. Hello, hello, everyone. How are you guys doing, Jake? How, oh, how, are, you? how are you doing this week? I man? am doing good, man. Nice and tired, but also uh-huh. nice and energized. What a great mix that is, man. Yeah, absolutely, right? Makes you feel <laughs> half crazed. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I do feel insane, especially after all these stories we've had in the past week or so. As per usual, we enjoy you guys being here to listen to us talk about the latest and greatest and craziest in the esports and gaming news. Zan, any statements or are we ready to roll? Yeah. I mean, real quick, just as as always, if you'd like to ch- catch the Esports Rewind podcast on the go on your favorite uh, podcast platform of choice, find us on iTunes and Spotify as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. Check it out. And now we're going to break down some of the craziest stories we have seen. Let's roll. All right, Zan, this first one should come as no surprise to you. That's going to be mm-hmm. the crazy week in Fortnite we saw. I'm going to now talk about four different stories Let's very go. fast. <laughs> and uh, how my mental works when it comes time for this show, I, I often just vent in your direction about the things mm-hmm. I, I get to cover in videos. <laughs> and I say get to cover, um, but also when it comes to the Fortnite scene, the hecticness, the craziness. I, I hope that years from now people look back and realize how crazy the Fortnite pro scene is. So uh, the first event happening this past week was the T-Food trend. It was actually started by American Dad Live and then definitely sparked in the Fortnite scene by mm. a guy like T-Food. Yep. You already know what I'm talking about. Of course. That being the naked bathroom selfies. And I say naked because we didn't see anything. 
We didn't see any ding a ling. Thankfully, thankfully. <laughs> but they were technically naked. Tifu, Gorgo, uh, even Aiden thrown in there, and several yeah. other creators. I apologize for not naming all of them, but if you guys want to watch the video, you can. That was one thing, right? Mm. And that's actually a great start to the week. It really energizes me to cover uh -huh. just some nonsense, just like naked Fortnite pro players. Uh -huh. And because uh, in what other scene would that happen? <laughs> literally, like <laughs> literally, this is not this is not a thing. Okay, this is not a thing anywhere else. Yeah. I do enjoy it um, as long as it's appropriate. Um, well. <laughs> and, and I, I don't want to go anywhere in there deeper. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna keep on talking about some other hectic things. Uh -huh. That being Serpent AU, a Fortnite player and creative uh, on the YouTube scene for a 540 plus K subscribers, 34 plus million views. He was actually outed this past week for using macros, which is breaking rules, technically cheating. And his own teammate and owner um, of Overtime GG actually exposing him. Eventually, uh, it would actually first come out he was exposed. Then he had his own response video. People thought, oh, maybe he's not guilty. And then his own teammate finally came out and said, yeah, from the very start of all of this, mm -hmm. he was macroing. So tens well, like, of thousands of dollars earned yeah, from macroing. That's, that's, that's not great. I mean, I appreciate the integrity it took to come forward after the fact. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, maybe do that a little earlier before the tens of thousands that, of dollars get, so. like, you know. I, yeah. Obviously very crazy. Uh -huh. That brought to light uh, other macro events we'll talk about very shortly. I wanted to bring this up because I cannot make a video on this currently because I do not how to respond. Mm. Did you see clicks in his? I did not. There's too much this week. Okay, I, did, yeah. I missed. So I missed some of the Fortnite clicks. Drama. <laughs> Fifteen years old. Yeah, very um, young. Very he young. posted a random. He posted a random TikTok and said that this very young. Was yeah, that this? Yes, yes. Time he, flies. Yeah, that feels right. like literally months. It ago. It was this week. He yeah. had this um, TikTok wow. up and said <sighs> this girl is really effing hot. Um, I didn't know how to react because he's also 15. The girl is supposedly 12 or 14 and may or may not be his cousin. The the weird part is he is affiliated with an esports organization. He uh -huh. is saying this very very young girl is effing hot, even if she is or is not his cousin. I don't. I'm not. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. That's yeah, all I'm gonna, why? On. Can you just not? Yeah. Just leave it at that. Just don't. <laughs> click. Hopefully you guys just, can understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really weird for me to cover this. Uh -huh. um, Anyway, uh, very lastly as well, speaking of macro, we actually had Zate, another NRG-affiliated uh, Fortnite pro player, now accusing a handful of pro players, including Tifu, three separate times of also using macros, going on to state. He's not going to be banned for it, though, because he's Fortnite's biggest streamer. And that's all I got for you, Zan. That was Fortnite's crazy week. That's I all? I don't that necessarily need a response like, from you on that uh -huh. you know, to wrap it up. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you guys can understand, obviously, why Fortnite is so crazy, continues to be crazy to cover. And that's four stories in a single four days that just blew me away. All right, Jake. So quick update on the Overwatch scene as we had a big piece of news this week as they rolled back one of the most controversial changes we've seen in Overwatch's ah, history. Ah, yes, they yeah, did. Uh-huh. Uh, just earlier this week, Jeff Kaplan, the director, game director for Overwatch, announced that they will be removing hero pools from the game entirely. Uh, the exact wording was they'll be taken out uh, indefinitely with no plans on adding them back in. So, I mean, I'm excited personally, not that I... I, it, this just seems like a good thing for the game in general. Do you have any thoughts? This initially? is going to sound terrible because uh -huh. with I, I think we've seen a stagnation, if not a fall off, of the Overwatch scene. Mm, I have yeah, not been yeah. following it too closely, and I do apologize to you guys for that. I know when we initially covered the introduction of all of this, it definitely a big thing was it was a huge addition of stress mm. to the players' already strenuous lives. And so, yeah, I, I would say the immediate the, the pullback of this, I would say, 
I, I've not even gauged the, the general uh, reaction so far. Well, yeah, I can give you a general like, okay. overview of how, uh, how it was received. Um, initially, a lot of the more, not to say casual, but the less competitive players of Overwatch uh, were pretty happy about the change. Because okay. like you said, the meta in Overwatch has been very stagnant for super long periods of time, for years, in fact, you know? And just banning some heroes did indeed bring like some new creativity to the game. But like you said, pros kind of hated it because it made their lives a hundred times harder because how do you coach a team that, oh, one week we may not have that character available to us, you know? Yeah. And that on top of all the other stress that we saw involving like the travel, how many teams, te like the pros changes. were retiring, like super, I mean, super young, super early. It was obvious, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I think at the very least, especially with this pandemic, possibly, I don't know how it's going to affect Overwatch 2. And then yeah, we, that's already, asking question. we have yeah. more news coming out on Overwatch League and potentially mm -hmm. some teams trying to get out. I mean, you guys got to realize with all these pros, at least considering, I think certainly a lot of them probably are considering mm -hmm. a lot of a handful of others, especially from contenders have already left, you know, Blizzard and especially in recent light, they've been under fire for other things we've talked about here on this channel. They've got to be wondering what can we do to retain some sort of audience, mm -hmm. whether it be casual and competitive. The decisions they continue to make like this one are probably going to keep on being big and maybe slightly controversial. We can only hope they are to the overall benefit of the game. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to see, a, I would say, a dev finally being really under some pressure to make some great mm -hmm. changes. And I'm excited to see what they continue to do in the future as well. Yeah, I mean, to give them some credit, uh, when they announced it initially, Jeff did say, hey, guys, if it doesn't work out, we're taking it out of the game. Yeah, like so, and they they lived up to that. They they live up to their yeah, word. They took which it out. Mm -hmm. Is can be a rarity when yeah. it comes to gaming and esports. So uh -huh. I'll give them credit where it's due. I, I'm excited to see what other changes they make in the future to keep on going in the right direction and hopefully make some sort of bounce back. Yeah, absolutely. And before our next topic, guys, a quick message about our sponsor. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24-7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a bracket-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live right now on BetOnline's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex-Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary and what they're calling the final dance. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. And now, let's get back to the next topic. All right, Jake. So one of the few good things, or I don't know if I'd say good necessarily, let's call it amusing instead. Uh, one of the few amusing things that's come out of this whole uh, uprising, the series of protests and backlash that many companies and individuals are seeing lately has been all the companies being exposed for like super randomly racist stuff, like cartoonishly racist. And then saying like, oh yeah, we, we know we've been doing this for years, but now we're stopping. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to share with you one specific example that I just find hilarious because it's so blatant. Uh, personally, and uh, today Wizards of the Coast, the company that makes uh, Magic the Gathering, one of the biggest card games in the world, recently become an e a huge esport as well. Uh, they are mythic championship series are doing amazing things. Uh, but anyway, they banned seven aggressively racist cards from the game that have been the game since racist like racist cards. Yeah, racist cards, oh, like super like oh, these no. are bad, bad. <laughs> and to be fair, these aren't recent cards. They weren't made like I think these are like late 1900s. <clears> but these are made or early 2000s. You know. Okay. So they do get a little bit of leeway there. There, but like for the card descriptions themselves, it's late just, 1900s. Yeah. <laughs> so like 1990s. Yeah, 19, 1990s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, just just to give you a couple examples of like some of the craziest ones. Um, it's really weird seeing your phone because. Yeah. If you guys, I, <laughs> dude, it, 
I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. Mm. I see the MTG Magic the Gathering cards. Mm. I remember so many garage sales seeing those cards. Mm -hmm. And uh, sorry. Yeah, just all over the place. Like this, nostalgia. this is this is the card. Like yeah. Yeah. Like for, for trading cards. So yeah. get hit me with it. Yeah. Okay. So the first one I want to talk to you about is Cleanse. It's called Cleanse. Cleanse. Okay. It's called Cleanse, and what it does is all black creatures in play are destroyed. And to be fair, in this game, oh. there are different colors for each uh, type of mana or energy. So there's like white, black, red, green. And, you know, they just really went for the yeah. went for the jugular yeah. on that one. Like, no. Ooh. <laughs> I should not be laughing. Yeah. It's, it's I apologize. Of, it's funny in how ridiculous it is that they actually printed these, you know? Yeah. There's another one called Crusade uh, that says all white creatures get plus one, plus one attack and defense. <laughs> There are several others relating to Islamic faith, uh, to slavery, uh, to gypsies, to stoning of, you know, Is there, different Can you religions. read the slavery one out loud? Uh, yeah, it's called Imprison, and it uh, pay one each time target creature attempts to attack, block, or tap, and then, uh, yeah, just a bunch of magic stuff that's detailed. So slavery like, yeah. being the overall. Yeah, with a black guy on as the card imagery. Okay, that, like, that, okay. Yeah, 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 I, didn't yeah. I didn't see that yeah, part. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that looks, yes. Uh -huh, uh -huh. My bad. Yeah, it's just like, it is amazing how all this stuff has stayed in like so many different games and so many different areas for years. It's amazing how much mm. this movement has sparked all of this or rehashed all of this. And yeah, people absolutely. have been doing their diving and digging back into esports mm. organizations or Riot Games and Blizzard. You know, Riot Games and Blizzard obviously being a lot more recent, so easier yeah. to touch on. Uh -huh. But people going back and saying, hey, I, I remember like five, six, seven cards <laughs> that, you know, uh -huh. definitely offended me. And now is that, you know, at the, at the very least, you know, this movement is obviously having a lot of not so great things come mm. of it. Yeah, absolutely. But some changes are being made because yeah. of it. Positive at the end of the day. The company was like, hey, we don't we don't stand by these cards at all. That was a mistake on our part. So, yeah. you know, that's why they're being banned. Uh, another funny thing that's come out of this is now racists are buying these cards at an extremely inflated price because they're like, this is our this is our culture. <laughs> we got to support it. Jeez. They're going for like literally tens of thousands of dollars. Are you kidding me? No, I wish I was. Check your decks, I guess. Yeah, I mean, hey, see, see if you've got any cards that might have like you know some racist uh, undertones. Is, this and is such a weird, weird. Maybe time. make some cash. Yeah, uh, <laughs> some good things, some not so good things. Yeah, unfortunately, we'll but. see what happens next. <laughs> And probably the biggest story of this podcast, but not really doing too well here on the channel. That's going to be FaZe Clan Universe. I think it's mm. going to be continue to be a gigantic talking point, Zan, because... Yeah, it's a first. First of all, it's a first for esports. Yes. We have not seen any esports or do something this I was ever. actually hinting to the fact that Zan, again, pre-recorded podcast, uh -huh. just told me last night, guys, mm. that the boys got the invite to oh, the yeah. FaZe Clan and Invisible Narratives launch party we for the indeed. Phase Clan movie series and first film, correct? Mm -hmm, indeed, we that will be sliding through. Pretty hype, and, yeah. and again, when it comes time for all this though, it's very interesting to revolve around Phase Clan because it is a first. We've had some announcements being made, Rick Fox, Echo Fox, that fell through. Dr. Disrespect should have stuff on the way, but that might be down, further down the line. Phase Clan is set to be the first when it comes time for esports slash gaming organizations to be involved in movies and films and their own universe this is going to be so, it's going to be so weird. Yeah, it's going to be insane. I, I, I admire the guts that it takes to say from day one, hey, this is a universe, guys. It's not just a movie. We're doing a whole franchise. It's just so weird to, to picture FaZe Clan, their creators, mm. their streamers, their players as portrayed as superheroes. Right. I, 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 and this is going to be very much subject to a lot of backlash, and rightfully so. If, I would put it like this. Mm. If there is one organization that could pull it off, 
it would be FaZe Clan. Absolutely. That doesn't mean it necessarily that they are going to pull it off or can pull it off, mm. but I, I am going to be very, very curious what storylines, what plots are formed, mm. are they accurate, what are they not going to put in there, is the Tifu lawsuit, is Tifu going to be portrayed as some sort of villain? I, we just don't know at all what's going to happen. Would this be the first decent content creator movie if it comes out half good? Because Logan Paul has like five movies and they're all atrocious. Yeah, it, um, de it like, depends what you classify as movie slash film. I yeah. know we, I think on Netflix I saw a League of Legends documentary. I wouldn't call that a yeah, movie. Yeah, I'd though. say that's different. That's it was different. very well put together, but uh -huh. when it comes time for an actual esports org or gamers or creators mm -hmm. having a movie, mm -hmm. can these people act? That's my question. Can they act outside of because? Will they have to? Will they just be voice acted? Like, yeah, obviously. I, I will, but they'll have to do motions and stuff. And yeah. I mean, and like, I don't, because in my mind, these people are all amazing content creators, amazing entertainers, performers, but that is a different skill than performing, like, you know, for a film, you know? Let me tell you, the FaZe Clan, a lot of the creators, especially, that mm. content is very, very different from yeah, a movie and film. Absolutely. Clickbaiting you and Summer Ray uh. is very, very. I don't mean offense. I, it's no, just very, just, very different, right? I'm just, I can't wait to see how they incorporate that into the movie somehow. Oh, like somehow clickbait's got to be a part of it, right? Yeah. yeah. I, and I imagine when it comes time for who they're going to incorporate, you got to- That's a super villain. You, you hope. <laughs> you, you look towards probably the big guys first, right? You mm. look towards the initial founders like Adapt and the Reigns mm. and the Banks and the Tempers and throw Seabass and others. And I imagine they'll go for them first. Right. I think I'm more so curious if they do eventually go down the line, will they include their their esports players and members? Will they include a guy like Tifu? or someone like Cloaksy who maybe are going to mm. be technically out of the clan in maybe a not-so-good light. Right. So... Yeah, I can't imagine they would put those people in. Probably not. But, but yeah, what they might do is they might have like Nico like show up as a camo cameo or something, right? He'll he'll walk behind Banks while Banks is like saving a bank or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we literally have no idea what uh -huh. to expect. So Phase Clan portrayed as superheroes, we can only speculate mm -hmm. what's going to happen. It, we do give them props for being the first yet again. Absolutely. And uh, when that time comes, I'm sure we'll break down it more for all of you guys. On that same note, stay tuned because we are in communication with the studio making this film, Invisible Narratives, and they've let us know that they'll be giving up some more information as soon as they have it. So, you know, so when, on the channel. Yeah, so when we know, you guys will know. As for usual, you beautiful freaking people, we're going to hit you with that nice outro. I, before Zan starts, I want to mm. say thank you all. Thank you all so much. Thank you all so much. <laughs> all right, hit him with it, dude. <laughs> Jake's got the devil in his eyes. Uh, yeah. So, you know, he's... He's bugging out, but let's hit it with the outro, guys. All right, as always, uh, thank you for joining us for the Esports Rewind podcast. You know, we really appreciate you guys tuning in. If you'd like to catch us on iTunes, Spotify, your favorite podcast platform of choice, by all means, look up the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. That's P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N. We're right there every single week on Tuesdays, sometimes late Monday night, uh, with a new episode. So check it out, download it. Audio listeners, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you so much. Uh, aside from that, though, if you'd like some daily esports news content, like keeping you up to date on everything we just talked about and so much more check out our youtube channel at esports talk as well as our website esportstalk.com uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us reach out share a story say hello to anything all of the above uh, we you can always find us on twitter at talk underscore esports or on instagram at esports underscore talk or in the comment section of our videos you know we do read those quite a few of them you know so by all means we love hearing from you guys please reach out jake you have anything you'd like to leave the good people with thank you guys for being here we'll see you guys back here next week same time, mm. eSports Rewind. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Stay safe, gamers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.